All right, time for us to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Vaughn, if I came to your house right now, if I walked into your kitchen, where would I find the ketchup? You'd find it in the fridge. Where it belongs, right? Yep, absolutely. This is what I say, because that's what it says on the bottle. (laughs) (laughs) I always follow the instructions on the bottle, of course. I do too, but I feel a little bit of a rebel for keeping, I keep some butter on the counter so it's soft for my toast because toast with butter is to me the ultimate snack. Yeah, but doesn't it then sort of turn yellowish and rancid? And No, I disgusting? eat it way too fast for that to happen. Oh, okay. Are you kidding me? I only keep a small amount there for my toast, oh, right? Okay. And I keep the rest of it in the fridge. But I digress. Let's talk some politics here, shall we? So we heard from the premier yesterday, definitely wanted to come out for that Burnaby Hospital announcement. Yeah, he did, and, uh, you know, it was a good news event. The Premier was very enthusiastic. He said he brought his own work boots with him, and we get to throw some dirt around and all that. But it ended up with him, I guess the quote of the day was, the healthcare system is vibrant but teetering, which is kind of like saying it's in crisis, and uh, it is. Uh, so it didn't really end up as a good news event, even though the Premier did his best to make it look like one. Right. So obviously people had a lot of questions. Like, what does he have to say about the fact that all these ERs are having these functional closures because of staff shortages? Well, he says he understands why people are anxious about it, which I guess qualifies as sympathy. But these are only uh, short-term closures, and the government is trying to deal with it. And... Oh, let's see, 100,000 people came to B.C. last year, and of course they didn't bring family doctors with them, and we've had a pandemic, and people have been booking off sick, so it was a long list of excuses, and uh, oh, have you heard this one? The province would like Ottawa to give it more money to pay for health care. Oh, I've heard of this one, yes, and how is that going? Well, you know, that's an interesting one, because Horgan has been calling for this for some time, way back, I think the first time, his first time I can find him calling for it as Premier was way back in 2018, so he's been on the theme for a while. And of course, nowadays, he is chair of the Council of the Federation, the Premier's Conference, and they all want more money from Ottawa, big surprise. And so he's been pushing that, and he says he brings it up every time he meets with the Prime Minister. So he's pushing it, but it's, it's interesting... A couple of weeks ago, Horgan got asked, like, what if Ottawa doesn't do this? What if they don't come up with the money? And Horgan said, well, I don't even want to think about that, right? I mean, that would just be a betrayal of health care in Canada. But, you know, the PM for a while said, well, wait till the pandemic is over. Well, you know, the pandemic is fading, but he still isn't coming up with the money. And federal finances aren't exactly in great shape. You know, the, the BC alone is asking for another $3 billion from Ottawa. And, of course, we're, what, 13% so of the population. So you can imagine every, uh, every other province is multiplying that and asking for the same amount. Horgan said, as I said to me two weeks ago, I didn't even want to think about it. But yesterday he said something very interesting. He said, well, we're planning for the possibility that we won't get the money. So I don't know whether it's just that he's been asking the prime minister all the time and the and the prime minister says, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, or uh, the finance people in the provincial government is, are saying, don't budget for money oh, you yeah. don't have. So that is interesting. I thought that that's, why would you, I mean, I can ask somebody for money, but I'm not going to budget for the fact that they're saying yes when there are no indications that yeah. they're going to say yes, because it hasn't ever seemed like the federal government was going to say yes. No, and, you know, the other thing that I thought was really interesting, 
um, you know, the Supreme got asked point blank, so what would you do if you got the money? So the BC share of the increase in funding would be about $3 billion a year. So that's a big amount, right? <clears throat> so what would you do with the, if you got the money? His answer, frankly, is incredible. He said, I'll tell you when we get the money. I'll tell you what our priorities are. Now, now why would that be secret? I mean, yeah. so the, if a local council or a charity or pretty much anybody asked the provincial government for a million dollars, the Treasury Board Committee and the Ministry of Finance would say, send us an itemized list with a business plan and tell us how you're going to spend it down to the penny. Now, Horgan's asked, how are you going to spend $3 billion if Ottawa gives it to you? He says, I'll tell you when we, our priorities when we get it. This, this, to me, Simi, sheds an awful lot of light on the real problem here. The federal government is very reluctant to issue blank checks to the provinces because Ottawa believes, with good reason, that the provinces will go ahead and spend the money as they see fit and maybe give Ottawa some credit for it, and maybe not. So, of course, the federal government, which is in the business of governing, yes, and funding, yes, but also in the business of getting credit for things, is happy to announce it supports something new, like dental care or pharmacare nationally, but is very, very reluctant to top up just general top-up health care funding, no strings attached. You know, it, there's no question that Ottawa pays a much smaller share of health care funding than it ever used to, but we're talking about going forward, and what would you like the money for? And the Premier of BC says, well, I'll tell you when you write me a check. Yeah, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Also, uh, was the Premier asked about the museum? Ah, yes. He was asked about the museum. I'm sure he really welcomes these questions about the museum. So a billion dollars for the museum, and he defended it. He says, uh, we're saving our culture and our history, and the Liberals didn't deal with this, and we are, and I have no apologies to make for it. And the interesting follow-up question on that one was, well, we have a shortage of family doctors in British Columbia. What about your promise, which he made in 2020, uh, of a new medical school at Simon Fraser University. And he said, well, we're working on the business plan for that one. So, again, you get a sense of priorities. We've got this half-baked business plan for the museum, but he's proud of that, and he's going ahead. We don't have a business plan for the new medical school at Simon Fraser when we need doctors. And Simi, at the rate the government goes on these things, that new museum will be open before Simon <laughs> Fraser graduates its first family doctor. Uh, Touche. Uh, the second medical school, was that not a campaign promise in the last yeah, election? Sure it was. Right. Yeah, and I don't remember a museum being a campaign promise in the last no, election. No, no, it wasn't. No, I mean, that's part of the problem with the museum. When you, when you drill down into it, Simi, they, you ask them, like, at what point did you involve the public in this discussion? They say, well, we did a, a consultation back, what, in the spring of 2019. They had mm, about 177 members of the public took part in some public meetings to discuss modernizing of the museum. They never told them that the plan consisted of decolonializing the museum, tearing out the exhibits before they'd started construction on a new museum, closing the museum for eight years, and that it would all cost a billion dollars. So as public consultations go, I would say that one doesn't really measure up.
but I very specifically remember the medical school for SFU yeah. because it was a Surrey promise. That, that involves the Surrey campus. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. No, and, and not much question that we need one. But again, you know, priorities. So how hard did you push to get it done? Uh, well, the answer, according to what we're told, is still in the works. Same with the new Burnaby Hospital, right? I mean, it was a big celebration yesterday, but the sod turning is a year late, and we still don't have a business plan for the second phase of that hospital expansion. And it was going to be open, the hospital. Um, the first phase was going to be under construction last year and open in 2023. The completion date is now 2026. Hmm. All right. Well, clearly still more to come. Vaughn, thank you. Okay. Bye-bye, Simi. Vaughn Palmer there from the Vancouver Sun.